Welcome to Great Points, financial insights for improving your relationship with money. I'm Matt Schroeder, Certified Financial Planner and Director of Financial Planning at Great Point Wealth Advisors, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in Boston and Danvers, Massachusetts. Recently, I was listening to the radio and the song came on, um, I Want to Be a Billionaire. Um, and I'm not sure if you've ever listened to that song or the Bare Naked Ladies, you know, if I had a million dollars. And it, it got me thinking about some past episodes I've recorded about compounding interest and kind of tying that into some recent episodes on goal setting and the correlation to other activities in our lives. And, you know, I've heard people say, oh, geez, if I had a million dollars, if I had a billion dollars, what would I do? If I won the lottery, how would it change my life? So it got me thinking about, well, <clears throat> what if I could do an episode on how to become a billionaire? And then it's up to the listener to decide if that's something that's really important to them or, or do they want to make that happen. Um, so, you know, uh, we'll talk a little bit today about if you if you had a desire to be a billionaire, what would that look like and what would it take? And then, you know, if it's not in your lifetime, maybe thinking about this as a multi-generational or a, a life-changing factor for your, for your future generations. Um, you know, there's a, an author by the name of Jim Collins who wrote some great business books in the area of... Uh, you know, building corporate culture and, and goal development, um, you know, built to last and good to great were two, two great reads. If you haven't had a chance to, to check them out, I, I would encourage you. But one of the things he talks about is having uh, big, hairy, audacious goals, or he calls them BHAGs. So this, this episode might fall under the idea of having a really crazy long-term goal. And, you know, maybe you hit it, maybe you don't. Uh, but just understanding about, you know, if you have time and you have the discipline, almost anything is possible you know, both financially as well as in other aspects of your life. So let's get right into it. Let's say you wanted to be a billionaire. Now, in order to be a billionaire, you need to have some resources to start out with. So, you know, depending on uh, how much you have of capital today may change the timeline of your goal. But ultimately, if you said, hey, my goal is to have a billion dollars, maybe the goal is to have a million dollars, it starts with setting that number. And then uh, as you've, if you've heard me talk about the idea of compounding interest, we can almost work backwards or reverse engineer this goal. And one of the important topics we talked about, I think it was in episode two or episode three, the idea and the power of compounding interest is that if you take uh, the number 72, uh, it's also called the rule of 72, and you divide it by the rate of interest, and this assumes interest compounding um, ongoing, um, that's how long it's going to take your money to double. So if you said, I'm going to, I'm going to grow my money at 10% annually, uh, and you divide that by 72, so 72 divided by 10 is about 7.2 years. So what that basically means is your money, if you started with a dollar and grew that money at 10%, um, seven years from now, you would have uh, $2. Uh, if you had $1,000, seven years from now, you have $2,000. So essentially, if you just keep taking that math and every seven years times by two, you can watch those dollars start to grow. So if you, if you had a working capital of $1,000 and you said, I'm gonna, my number one priority with this $1,000 is to try to grow it at 10% annually uh, for as long as I possibly can. If you can consistently average 10% a year for 77 years, that $1,000 would grow to be $1 million. And you say, well, I don't have 77 years to wait, uh, or you know, where am I going to get 
Um, if you look at you know historical returns of a lot of Fortune 500 companies or uh, diversified stock portfolio, um, you might see returns anywhere from nine to eleven percent annually um, over time. So you know ten percent, although it's not an easy hurdle number, it is uh, you know doable over long periods of time with equity-like returns. So um, if you then take that number and say, well, you know, if I really want to be a billionaire. Um, and I have $1,000 to invest right now, we would just keep doubling that money. So in 77 years, you have a million dollars, but at 84 years, you have 2 million, then 4 million and so on and so forth. And if you kept running that exercise out for 147 years, $1,000 invested today would be equal to $1 billion, a little over $1 billion in about 147 years. And you know, as, as good as modern medicine is, I think the average life expectancy for most of the listeners today is not 147 more years. So any type of planning like this uh, is a little bit kind of pie in the sky, a little bit daydreaming, but it's also the idea of creating multi-generational wealth. So if you're sitting there and saying, look, I, I want to make sure I have a good future, but if I can really set up my kids, my grandkids, my great grandkids to have life-changing wealth or life-changing events, it takes uh, one, a goal. Uh, so having a goal to make that uh, a priority Two, a plan of how you're going to grow those dollars. But then most importantly, the discipline to kind of stay on, on track with that goal and, you know, make sure that you are, um, you know, celebrating the milestones that come along with it, but also not getting complacent as you uh, kind of maybe are a little bit ahead of, of schedule or or maybe exceeding wealth that maybe your past generations have never even had exposure to, or if you're way ahead of your friends and uh, in, in their savings goals, not to get complacent and kind of get off track. So, um, you know, when you, so when you're thinking about uh, setting a, a wealth accumulation goal, whether it's a million or 10 million or a billion dollars, you basically have to factor in three things. One, what is your starting capital? So is it a thousand? Is it a hundred thousand? Is it a million dollars? Two, what's a realistic rate of return or, or kind of a, a target rate of return you want to achieve? And then three, how much time do you have or how much time do you need? So, uh, you know, for the average investor, they are usually trying to save towards a college goal or retirement at 62. So there may not be enough years to reach that billion dollar target based on what their starting capital is and their assumed rate of return. Um, so, you know, you know, it may not be realistic by age 65, but you know, when you think about investing as an, uh, an endless process, um, that's really, you can get the, the, it, it, the power of compounding interest is just amazing. Um, you know, it doesn't, not so much in the first 10 or 15 years, but when you start to look at the math and you start to look at those run rates of 30, 40, 50 years where 300,000 becomes 600,000 or a million becomes 2 million. And you're like, ah, oh, that, that's never going to happen. But, you know, ask anybody who had a million dollars invested 10 years ago, um, they're probably sitting on two to three million dollars of assets now, just based on market growth, and that's even after you know market volatility that we've seen in the first half of this year. So, um, long-term investing and compounding interest does work if you're disciplined to stay with those processes, um, and you know it does help to have a goal that you're kind of seeking toward. So uh, you can kind of put it in context where oh, I've got. $800,000 in my 401k plan or in my investments, I'm, I'm doing great. Well, you might be if your goal uh, is to, you know, if that's enough to support your lifestyle, your needs, but 
if your goal was to be at $5 million at that point, no, you're not doing great. Um, you probably have more money than you know, 95% of Americans. Um, but to your goal, you're, you're behind your goal. So you know, as we think about uh, compounding interest and goal setting, it really has to be specific to you and what you're trying to accomplish. Um, but with time, with a little bit of discipline, with the right type of planning, Almost any goal is attainable, um, you know, if you have, if it's, uh, like I said, if it meets these criteria. The other things you have to be thinking about is, you know, going from $1,000 to a million dollars, there's certain tasks that you have to do. You have to be disciplined either in your savings or, you know, make sure you're, you're, you know, using a diversified investment strategy and, and rebalancing and trying to manage the tax consequences. Um, but, you know, that's probably the more common wealth accumulation strategy, you know, you know, starting savings and maybe getting to that million dollar threshold or a couple million dollars at some point in your lifetime, whether it be through equity in your home or savings through work or just, you know, in buying stock or buying investments outside of your companies. Um, but what you have to also realize is if you have an aggressive goal, say, hey, you want to you want to have life changing wealth, you know, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars. The task that it takes to get from one million, one hundred, you know, one hundred dollars to a million dollars. They're different when you're trying to go from a million to a billion, you know, because obviously the types of investments and, uh, you know, keeping a 10 percent growth rate on a five hundred million dollar net worth is a little more challenging. There's a lot of things that could go wrong or a lot of more obstacles you might have to overcome than trying to grow from 5,000 to 10,000. So, you know, as you think about uh, wealth accumulation, if you're, if this is a goal of yours or something that you're passionate about for the future, you always want to make sure that you're seeking out advice or learning from people that are one or two steps ahead of you, knowing that you can't be doing exactly what they're doing in that moment, but just starting to think about, hey, as I reach these milestones, I want to celebrate my victories, but I also now have to go back to some of those things I learned from successful people before me um, to now start changing my behaviors, changing the things that I, I do with my investments, with my savings, with my uh, you know, with my, my wealth, um, you know, to make sure I'm continuing on that path on that journey for, for long-term success. And, you know, whether it's a million or a billion, once again, it doesn't necessarily make, make things, uh, uh, you guarantee happiness, doesn't guarantee success in life. Um, but it, it is a, an interesting thing, which is when you think about the, the ability to accumulate wealth, the, the ability to, you know, um, leverage some of these you know, economic uh, ideas and financial concepts that are there for everybody. Um, and, you know, you know, imagine if you sat down with your grandparents, your parents, and, you know, if you're the, if you're the adult child, you know, those three generations said, hey, look, let's pool together a little bit of money and let's create a life-changing plan that over the next 50 years, our family is going to grow this small pot of money to $5 million. And that $5 million can buy a lake house for future generations, or it can, you know, create a college fund for great grandchildren that, you know, are maybe two generations away that haven't been born yet. Um, but just, just really having some fun with, you know, the idea of, of long-term multi-generational wealth planning. I know it's something that I get excited about and I, you know, talk to clients all a lot of times about the potential um, and usually it's that our first discussion in it, you know, they're not ready to kind of start down that path, but just getting the idea of thought uh, process going that, you know what, if there's a little bit of excess money that you might not spend in the next 20 or 30 years, here's, here's the power of what those dollars could become. 
Um, and then it's up for the people that, you know, see that as a motivating factor and see that as something that's important in their lives to start, you know, developing a more detailed plan and starting to develop the disciplines and the habits that will, will make that a reality. So once again, whether your goal is to, you know, live in the moment and not really worry about the future, or if your goal is to, you know, have a million dollars or a billion dollars at your disposal, anything's possible. Um, you know, hopefully you were able to, you know, kind of uh, use some of these ideas, maybe to, to fine tune your your goal planning, maybe go back and listen to some old episodes on compounding interest or, you know, the power of markets or, or understanding tax deferral to, you know, to start to think about where, if I had the thousand dollars to save, where should I put it? Or if I have a million dollars, what, how do I get it to two million? Um, and really starting to make that plan your own. So uh, once again, thanks for, for listening and tuning in and uh, until next time. Now, I hope you can apply some of what you heard today to improve your relationship with money. And thanks again for listening. Until next time, I'm Great Points with Matt Schroeder. Great Points is hosted by Matt Schroeder. Great Point Wealth Advisors is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Great Point Wealth Advisors does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through Great Points. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.